doing? What is up? We just had some good training today, some beautiful weather. Now it's time to podcast. Hell yeah, dude. Let's go. Yo, try and try and um pull. I'm gonna say yeah. Try and just try and move the mic around a little bit and just keep it close to your faces as possible. Like, cause you can't hear it when you move that much. So okay, it's all good, but. Yeah, we had some sick rolls today. Had a good workout. Had a good lunch. Just watched a couple of fights right now. Yeah. Um, Tristan just got his purple belt this week, so shout out yeah. to Tristan. Just got my purple belt Wednesday. Gracie Baja, Burnaby, let's go. Uh, how did it feel, man? What do you think? Um, what do you think was like the biggest step from blue to purple belt? As like a white belt, that's mm. just kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah, for me in particular, it was just like the competition experience. Just getting as much competition experience at blue belt and transitioning to purple belt. In all honesty, as you progress through jujitsu, you realize that belts don't matter a whole lot. Although they are amazing achievements and milestones, it's just like your consistency and your skill. Like, uh, like I beat guys higher rank than me. I've been beaten guy by guys lower rank than me. Belts are just like a, you've been there that long. You've been doing it. You've been consistent. Here is your reward, and it is an amazing reward, and it feels great. But it's like. <clears throat> belts don't determine the skill level of a fighter yeah I, I am grateful though for sure yeah man that's so wicked it's like it's uh, it and it just it probably feels so like such an accomplishment it's like such a confidence boost it's like hell yeah dude like my struggles my uh grind has been recognized mm-hmm. like uh, i remember just being a white belt just like oh i can't wait till i get my blue belt i'm gonna wear it all the time like now people see me on the street they know oh he has it's not just a white belt there's a color to it but uh, yeah, man, it feels great to get that belt promotion. That's wicked, man. So you've come up there, but then you got slammed down on social media, man. What happened there since the last time we chatted? Yeah, so <clears throat> so this Instagram of account I've had, I've had it since like 2011, has so many core memories on there, so many good sentimental things on there. And uh, just for my stories in particular, speaking just speaking an alternative narrative to like whatever the mainstream is pushing, just alternative viewpoints, not trying to be confrontational, just like alternative viewpoints. And they completely banned my account. So I've had to make a new account. Follow me at Thane Jutsu. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of crazy, but I don't know. I'm not surprised. Like I, I don't expect anything less. Did you get like warnings? Like, did they tell you like, yo, your accounts can be banned soon? Mm. Yeah, I've had many warnings throughout the years, but it's like, I'm not even doing anything. Like, what am I doing? Just posting stories? Like, leave me alone, bro. I'm not like telling people, I'm not posting inappropriate images. I'm not trying to be violent. I'm literally just posting what I feel, what my opinion is. Opinions of professionals with opinions that are opposed to the mainstream narrative. And just due to that, like, they pulled my account. That's so nuts, man. It's so funny because I know so many people that have been like banned off Instagram mm-hmm. and like, uh, dude, even my girlfriend, Teddy, like she, for a long time, like she couldn't be tagged in anything. She couldn't be like mentioned. She couldn't dude, be nothing. Like, she like, was, like a blah. year before I was banned, I was like shadow banned. Like people would tell me <clears throat> they would search up my account and they wouldn't be able to find it. They say that like they wouldn't see my, my story views. They wouldn't see my likes, like all these sorts of things. And I'd show them like, Hey, no, I liked your post. Like I don't, I've been shadow banned, shadow banned far before they actually legitimately banned me. It's it's so crazy because I'm like, dude, I say all the same shit, and yeah. I've been like, it's just I, a matter of time, dude. I've gotten war- I've got a couple of warnings, and there was like a one time where um someone did like the collaborate thing mm-hmm. where like you collab on the post yeah. or whatever, and it looks like it's posted from both of you. Yeah. And um, 
he's like, yo, you're really shadow banned, right? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Like, people can mention me. Like, I'm still like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I even checked. I was like, yo, someone, like, I asked my buddy, I'm like, unfollow me and like, see if you can like, search me up and shit. And I made, I have a second account. So I did the yeah. same thing and I can still see myself. But apparently like, uh, he was like, when he looked at his insights, it said that the only people that had viewed it were his followers. Like, no, nobody that wasn't following him saw the post. Mm-hmm. And it said, like, something about how uh, the person that posted that, because I was the collaborator, yeah. was, like, going against community guidelines. And it was, like, literally a, uh, yeah. it was a clip of us working out. Yeah. Like, it had nothing to do with any, like, we were literally just fucking training. That's yeah. so crazy. Um, do you think, what do you Pull that closer, pull it closer. Pull closer. Yeah, you can angle it to your face, and that's perfect. Right, right, right. You guys can just keep changing the angle. Okay, gang. Um, I was just going to ask, do you think that this is like an automated process? Like, do you think that this is just like a, um, some mm-hmm. so, sort of AI just going through and like, yeah, yeah, it's 100%. just like that. Yeah. And then yeah. do you think there's a human aspect that comes in at some point and is like, the human right, aspect guy, is like the, the, whoever programmed it. Right. But do you, do you think that there's a singular person when it gets to a certain point, they're like, oh, okay, this guy's been flagged. Mm who comes in and they make a decision where they're like, we're going to, we're going to shadow ban this guy. We're going to like, you know, we're going to do X, Y, and Z to like, to censor this person. You know, that's what, that's what I wonder. Or it's just, maybe it's just a fully automated process where it's just, you know, you get flagged and then you get flagged again and then they just take you off. You know, they just stop promoting your stuff. You know, I wonder what, you know, where the human aspect comes in or if, if it comes in, you know, at any point. My best guess, and like, I'm not the smartest guy in the fucking world, man, but Tristan and I became doctors last episode, but oh, wow. um, my best guess would be that the banhammer is not swung by like a human. I don't think that, I think it was probably designed by a human, but it's just like AI and you just get whatever it is. Like if you get a certain level of like, like number of reports on your posts or yeah. And then it's just like, yo, this guy's got to go. Mm-hmm. This guy's got to go. Yo, I'm pretty sure, like, based on what I've researched, trying to get my account back, that it's like an automated... Pro- there's so many infractions. Like, there's millions and millions of Instagram, Facebook users. Like, it's an automated process to, like, understand that, okay, this person's uh, violated community guidelines. And that's all automated. But from my understanding, I'm pretty sure that it's a human. If you are to repeal repeal the ban then it'll be viewed by another human but all of like the banning initially and all that stuff is done automated right yeah that, that totally makes that makes sense yeah for sure yeah it's just an interesting it's an interesting thought you know mm-hmm. like how they how they go how they go about these things how they decide you know who to ban who who they're going to censor today you know it's just um it's not right well it's and right. the the thing is is like it would be fine if the goalpost didn't keep moving. Exactly. Like, exactly, yeah. Because, like, you're seeing people, like, and there's some things that are, like, it's kind of, like, black and white. Like, yeah, you shouldn't say shit like that, right? Like, there are certain things where yeah. it's, like, yeah, you... Yeah. And I don't know if that should be punishable, but you just shouldn't say those things. And I think that the community kind of punishes people as is. Like, I don't think that, but that's just kind of my theory. Um, Yo, and, like, the thing is, is, like... The thing that differentiates conspiracy theory from fact these days is just time. Things that you used to talk about months ago or years, like a year ago, would immediately get you banned. And now in the mainstream media, it's considered as fact. 
So you could have been talking about that stuff back in the day and just get banned immediately. But now you talk about it, it's completely fine. So it's like, mm-hmm. what exactly? Like, it's just time that differentiates what you're able to talk about. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, yeah, it's it's just time. And it's like when, because like, yeah. And, and there's so many examples. Like, there's like that lab leak theory thing where like people were getting fucking banned. Like doctors were getting banned. And then it came out, it's like, oh, yeah, that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, do we go back and say, like, hey, we were just joking when we banned these people. Like, we shouldn't have done that. There's no, like, going back and, like, correcting it at all. Like, it's just... And that's the thing that frustrates me a lot is, like, now um, we're seeing, like, right now we're midway through March 2022. I think it's important to note. But here in Vancouver, like, everything's just getting lifted, sort of, like, mask mandates, vaccine passes, everything like that. And, um, yeah, 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 for now, for now. of course. But it's kind of like um, nobody's really thinking like, okay, so can we look back and see like the results? Like, can we say like, can we get like a number of like how effective certain things were? Can we have some accountability and like maybe so we know what to do next time? Because maybe there's certain things that were effective last time and I'm not going to really, really, really go into it right now. But like, it's like there's obviously certain things that were effective. There was obviously certain things that were ineffective. Like, can we have that discussion can we like maybe we don't need to hold people accountable like fuck whatever that looks like but it's like but if we were able to have that discussion we wouldn't have had more than one lockdown because it's clear as day that those aren't effective and only produce negative outcomes yo hold up hold up hold up say that one more time <clears throat> if that's the case if they were yep i i fucked the audio up that yo Keep talking. Keep hello, talking. hello, hello, hello. That's money. That's money. Yeah. So if <clears throat> if that was if if that was the case, and they were having those conversations, then we wouldn't have had more than one lockdown because it's as clear as day that they only produce negative outcomes. There's no positive outcomes that come from lockdowns. So if they were having those conversations, clearly they're not. Like. What makes us think that they're going to have those conversations now going forward to a next one when there's been time in between the lockdowns to consider that data, to consider those outcomes, and clearly none of it was done. <clears throat> Agenda-driven. Yeah, it's right. insane, man. It's like, man, like, what? And how are we going to handle this in the future? Like, is there like a... Oh, there we go. We're good. We're good. We're good. Sorry, I'm like trying to get this all like perfect so that it's like working well for both of us. But um yeah, it's like what are we going to do in the future? Like what the fuck? Cuz this is obviously going to keep happening. Like there's going to be different times where you know, maybe it's an illness, maybe it's like a a different type of crisis, but it's like do we really want to have these types of lives again? Like is this really that's kind of what I've been thinking is like, what's going to happen next? Like what's going to be the next thing that we all have to kind of, and I got, I got my own theories and like, I, it's just, man, like I, uh, I've never seen shit like this before, man. And I'm like, what the fuck is going to happen next? I'm interested in hearing some of these theories, man. You've got great uh, theories. <laughs> I mean, I, I just go think, in. um, go in. I, I, it's tough because um, I keep thinking about, you know, what's going to happen. Like, what's another way? Because I just feel like at the end of the day, I've been thinking about, like, what's the end goal? Like, what's actually the end goal? It's, it's not to get rich. Like, whoever's, like, Social doing... Social credit system. No, I, I, I get that, man. But it's, like, why? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the end goal? 
to be able to have the population so and so controllable that they've been propagandized to the point where whatever they believe whatever the government or the party tells them that they're able to just believe and go on with it that they're easily able to be like a like someone taking care of sheep right like a shepherd taking care of sheep that whatever your action or whatever your motive is and you relay it to this group of people that they will just be docile enough to accept it and to just follow through without banding together because together they are strong united they are strong <clears throat> and opposing the viewpoint that you have but just being so low t low fucking all this shit all these things that they will just accept whatever they are told and yes master yes sir i will listen thank you for giving us a little bit of freedom thank you sir yeah 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 and it's like dude um the other thing is is like they i think that everyone's just because um how difficult things have gotten recently like people are kind of like oh i just need to focus on my own grind i don't want to pay attention to this kind of stuff like i don't want to pay attention to the news it seems so depressing like I don't want to. I don't want to pay attention to all this. I just need to like work and make my money and mm -hmm. do my own thing. And like, I don't want to focus on this stuff. And then I think to myself, it's like that. But that's why it's going to happen. That's the mindset that allows it to continue. Exactly. Yeah. Because the things that are going on are so wrong. And if you take the time to actually look into it, not just now, but over the last few years and beyond that, <clears throat> the only way to change it is to recognize it acknowledge it create the public conscious the class conscious that we realize that these things are wrong and to make stands against it the fact that people think like oh like yeah this is fucked up i'm just gonna allow it to happen like i'm just gonna focus on myself like that's just what allows them to continue doing what they do because they know that they can and the only way to stop it or to make ch real changes is to come together and create a public understanding as to what we want what we don't want and to make moves upon that Hell yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Hold on. But yeah, we're back on. We're back on. Sorry, I had to fix around with the, uh, play around with the audio, but we're back. Um, but yeah, I just think like, um, if like, cause, and this is what I've been trying to ask a lot of people and I don't know what you guys think. I just kind of wanted to, uh, ask you guys as well. Like, what do you think is like kind of the best way forward right now? Like for us to be behaving like, cause obviously like as individuals or like i think like so like think of like um i know that no matter what i am gonna pretty much stick it out as as long as humanly possible to just live within my own values and be as consistent as i possibly can with that mm -hmm. because i feel like no matter what happens if more mandates come in for the same reason or other reasons or you know, anything happens, like any event happens that, you know, maybe my quality of life is compromised, the, my daily behaviors are compromised, whatever it could be, like, I'm just going to try and stick to my values as long as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's like kind of my, my mindset moving forward from here on out. And it's like, um, I know a lot of people that they were kind of, you know, maybe they played along with like certain rules or restrictions because they had like kind of a gut feeling. They were like, I don't really know if I should be doing this. Yeah. And then they were like, well, there's a bit of social pressure. There's a little bit of pressure from work. There's going to be like, you see all this stuff in the media. A lot of it's kind of scary. More than a little pressure. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. A lot. I I'm just saying like, you know, you get, you definitely, um, Like, but, but then, but then, but, but then you don't act within your values yeah. and then there's this weird gut feel like, and I just think I've been thinking recently, like, I wish 
I personally and a lot of other people like listen to their gut. Mm-hmm. When that first feeling hit where it was like, mm-hmm. yo, something's going on, but we just have to wait this out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, fuck, I wish I listened to my gut because I yeah. knew something was up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like moving forward. Like that's the biggest lesson I took out of this is like I need to fucking trust my fucking instincts and live within my own values and don't compromise that. Right. Yeah. But like, what do you guys think? Like, what's like moving forward? Like, what's the best thing to do? Like, well, I think, uh, you know, personally, I think people just and I think it's happening is people just need to kind of stand up and like and listen to their gut and say like a lot of people know what's happening. I feel like is wrong. Like, get a bit people, closer. Get a bit closer. Most people know that what's nice. going on is not right. And um, those people, I mean, you just I feel like you just need to kind of stand up a bit more. And I'm a prime prime um um person like that you know i i i was pressured into um joining into all this i was pressured from so many different angles and eventually i gave in but like you said um people they're just going to keep push like tristan said they're going to keep pushing things farther and farther and they just want to um they want you dormant they want you just like yes sir no sir just do what you're told and so the only the only um, solution to that I feel like is to stand up and stand for for what you believe in and just say no this isn't right, and you just need to push that push that dialogue. And um, well, like when you say like stand up, like what does that mean? Like what does that look like? Like on like because like I feel like everyone can rally behind things like yeah we need to stand up we need to act like. And even I say, like, we we need to act within our values. But, like, for the average person, like, when you wake up and you're like, okay, today I'm going to stand up for myself, like, what does that even mean? Um, well, I don't know. Maybe even just, um, you know, doing, like, what, what, you, what you do, um, promoting the message, promoting the message of what you believe in, you know, promoting, um, promoting that side or maybe... Um, just not following along with with this this crazy rhetoric, this um, you know, um, wearing masks everywhere and and um, you know just the the rhetoric that's going around. You know, you just need to kind of um, go against the grain a bit. I don't know. Yeah, I feel you, and I feel as well like we just all and I and this is kind of something that everyone can kind of rally behind. I think like on both sides, like it's like we need to feed into the division a lot less. Like I think truly that is kind of what has to happen. Like it's. And, um, I don't know, guys, I don't know. Like I recently, uh, finished this audio book like Atlas Shrug and, um, it really changed my perspective a lot in terms of just kind of the way that we complain about the game, but still play within the rules of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at least for myself, like, um, my whole life, like I've always just been against people telling me what to do and authority and stuff and it's worked both to my benefit and my detriment but I've always followed my gut and stood up for what I believed in even at the start of the pandemic all the way through now like I've always said what I've felt said what I believed in I've lost so many like friends like quote unquote friends who don't fuck with me anymore who I thought were friends so a lot of family members who have blocked me and stuff because I was always and that's back then. Now the things that I was talking about, like it's this fact now and now they believe it, but they still ruin that relationship with me. And I've never backed down from my gut feeling or what I believed in. And as for doing what you can, <clears throat> like just even as simple as like 
posting, reposting something or posting a story on something that you believe in truly, that could be something that could be ostracizing to you, that could make your friends feel like, yo, what the heck? Are you like some sort of extremist for believing that? Like, mm -hmm. that's not what they say on the TV. Like, why are you saying that? You have some, you're a fucking white supremacist or something, bro. You're a Nazi. But the thing is also <laughs> yeah. going forward. Do you get people call you that? Like a white I'm, supremacist? I don't or? know. Like, I feel like I'm not an easy target, like both physically and mentally. Like people don't like to start arguments with me. And I'm always, it's not even an argument, bro. Like I totally respect people who are willing to have a conversation and they could be on the other end of the spectrum. But as long as we can be respectful and talk, but so many people get so emotionally triggered by these concepts and these things because they've been indoctrinated to believe a certain way. And if you speak out against that, they, they get so emotional because they're so emotionally invested in that narrative. They're like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like, you don't believe that? You're freaking, oh, you watch YouTube videos? Like, dude, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, it's infuriating. <laughs> it's infuriating. But going forward, like, you're asking, like, how do we go forward? The thing is, one of humanity's greatest assets is adaptability. No matter what happens, humans are able to adapt to new circumstances, new environments, new, like, situational factors. And no matter what happens, humans will adapt. Although, like, we can't just allow ourselves to become to that point where we're so docile that we just accept whatever we're told and just follow orders just because the government, these people, so many of them we don't even elect. And they just, they just try and control our lives. These technocrats, these people in Congress and Senate and all these things. Like, dude, uh, like, you can't just... If you disagree with something, you should be able to voice it and we should be able to have a common debate about it, have respecting, come to the truth together. But it's like we've been so radicalized to just like other, like turn the person with a different viewpoint into an other, which allows you to be cruel to them and view them as lower than you, which makes you be able to just be whatever you want to them. Like they're not the same as you. These people are extremists. These people are Nazis. Like, no, bro, that's not what you do. The only way to come to the truth is have the two opposing viewpoints and somewhere in the middle find the truth. But you have to be able to be emotionally intelligent enough to have those conversations. And that's the only way forward. You have to be able to have those. People aren't willing to have the conversation, though. That's the thing. Yeah, Nobody exactly. wants to talk. Nobody wants to have a dialogue anymore. It's just about, um, you know, I don't agree with you, so just stay away from me. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's not going to solve anything. It's just going to create a bigger divide. And, um, yeah, you're not going to get to a solution that way. So mm -hmm. it's, it's like, uh, but what do you do though? Like if they have unacceptable views, how are you going to talk to them? Yeah. What I've kind of learned at this point through everything, it's like, it's almost like a willful ignorance. Like they don't want to be wrong because it's clear at this point for so many narratives, like that was bullshit. And now that they've been so invested in it, they don't want to be wrong. So it's like a willful ignorance. And I've just learned it just, just be like respectful of their opinion. You're not going to change their mind. You're definitely not going to change their mind. As long as you can kind of like kind of maintain a friendship, be respectful of the fact like we are not going to come together on this issue, but I can still respect you as a human being. And as a friend, like as long as both parties can agree to that, like it should be okay because you can't change these people. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what else I think? I think uh, changing somebody's mind is usually a slow process. It's not something you do in one conversation. Facts. It's something that happens over a period of time. You know, mm -hmm. they see things, they're watching the media. Oh, I don't really agree with that. Eh, I don't really agree with that. They watch a YouTube channel and maybe they see your podcast and they, you know, they can relate with some things. And um, so it's a slow process, man. And people change over time. And I think some more people are waking up these days. So it's, it's good, but... 
Yeah, the thing that really troubles me, man, is when I hear people say things like um, that when when they want other people that when they disagree with them to get hurt or when they want them to die and shit. Like that's the part where I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, when I when. There was like this hysteria around like healthcare and unvaccinated people like a while back. Like I think it was like last summer, and it was like there was like, what the fuck? And there's like people <laughs> like um, there's like people saying like it, like uh, don't let the unvaccinated come into the hospital systems and bog them down and 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 it's like man, are you seriously fucking talking about another fucking citizen of the same fucking? If you like, if you want to even believe in like countries being like some sort of way to divide people in the first place like you're gonna let like the you know what i'm saying like this is another human being and you want you know, you're wishing weakest, ill on them the weakest people who don't have power in their own lives they love any sort of power they can get over another person and they will cling to that these people are weak in in terms of integrity like they will allow any sort of power that they can hold over another person they will cling on to that but like, how do you get that integrity then? Like, what what creates somebody that has like kind accountability. of accountability? Like when you're saying like someone's like weak, what yes. are they lacking? What are they lacking? Um, how could they get to be a strong person? Because what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's someone who's just like has a sh I don't know. Maybe they aren't accepting of themselves. They feel shit about themselves. They they feel um, what's the word? insecure and they project outwards onto the world and any sort of power that they can get over another person because someone who has integrity and someone who has self-respect and all these things they don't like sure you could be in a position of power over someone but you're not going to abuse it like you're not going to you're going to respect a person as another person like we're both humans but someone who did, lacks that will easily like if they have the opportunity to um like control another person or have a position higher than them and like talk down to someone, they will do that. So I think integrity and accountability, like being accountable for yourself and realize also empathy, empathy for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know for myself, like when I struggle anywhere in my life, like um, I think back to like even working in like management positions and jobs that I've used mm -hmm. to have where like I think I've failed as a leader yep. or um, even in like relationships when I think about like dating like, I think about, like, when I've failed in relationships, like, I always think about, and this is something I've had to be conscious of recently, just reminding myself, like, hey, I want to improve at becoming a better partner. So, yeah. like, it's not about winning conversations. It's about, like, um, you know, actually listening. And say, Learning, like, growing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And say, like, so, like, when I was in a management position as well, like, there was so many times where I was like, yo, you have to do things my way. You have to do things my way because I've seen the results and it works. Mm -hmm. And I forget, like, it's like, well, not everyone's going to be able to run the same play. You know, maybe they're going to have different strengths and they shouldn't do things your way at all. They shouldn't even waste their time trying. Like, they should be playing to their own strengths. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think of, like, so many times I have to remind myself, like, hey, this isn't about being like a better player. This is about being a better leader or being a better partner or being a better whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that's helped kind of like shaped my mindset of just like, okay, I want to be better at this. Yeah. I, I'm not like the best at this. I'm not going to tell other people what to do. It's like, I'm going to ask them what they think. And then maybe they're idiots and I'm going to disregard it. But maybe I get something like, even if it's 1% more of an advantage, like, I, I, for me now, like, it's just kind of from the mindset of like, Hey, I want to get better at this. Yeah. 
I'm not the best. Yeah, that's like the mindset of a martial artist is to always be a student no matter, no matter what position you're in. Like you could be a black belt and learn many things from a white belt. You could be a foreman and learn things from your apprentice. Like always be a student and you'll always grow. Yeah. I was thinking about that even as well. Like, I, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I was thinking about like, um, I think I even, I, I've even made an episode about it where it's like, um, if you're bored in life, become a student or a teacher. Because mm-hmm. either way, you have to be either like learning or learning how to teach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, even just on like the, the topic of martial arts, like jujitsu, like it's like just becoming a student again in my life. Like it's kind of giving me something to look forward to and it gives me yeah. something to... It, it distracts me from the problems I'm already dealing with, but it gives me new problems to solve. And they're mm-hmm. like kind of like non-lethal, like obviously like, you know, but yeah. it's like, I'm not going to take a huge financial hit in my life. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a new problem to solve that doesn't really have that many repercussions because I can just tap out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a, a consistent problem solving mindset. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good to always... Because if you don't have those sorts of obstacles in your way, you're just going to become complacent. You're going to get into a routine. You're going to be like, why am I just like every single day is the same? Why am I just doing this every single day? But putting those obstacles in front of you, whether you put it yourself or something else puts it in front of you, gives you something to work towards to better yourself as a human being in order to overcome those obstacles. And that's like excellent way to grow as a human being. Yeah, and I feel like it's just like it's just like holding a job, you know. You get home from work every day, and that job will give you. A, you feel accomplished. You feel, you feel like you you did something, and you're doing something. So I feel like having something that you can constantly be growing from, like jujitsu or some sport or whatever it may be, something you're co- constantly learning. I feel like it's human nature to kind of want that. If, in a sense, I mean, I guess not everybody has that, but somebody who's in a healthy mind state and who wants to better themselves is constantly going to be seeking growth and wanting to learn mm-hmm. and wanting to to try new things so that they can better to themselves and expand their expand their knowledge expand their uh, tools their 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 abilities their you know their blanket on the word here but you know what i'm saying their like skill kind of, set their like, skill set that's yeah mm-hmm. their skill set they constantly want to grow that skill set so mm-hmm. yeah no doubt. And um, the other thing, too, is like the, the development that you get there is because it's uncomfortable because you're you're not able to take that on yet. And you you willingly like kind of face the challenge. And that's kind of the beauty of the whole thing as well, because like a lot of the times, like even especially like myself starting jujitsu, I was like, I kind of want to get myself ready, mm-hmm. like uh, not even just physically, like it was more mentally. Because, like, I had come off, like, a couple injuries already. And then I got injured, like, pretty much right when I started. So, it was mm-hmm. kind of like, I need to get mentally, like, into this. Yeah. And I kept, like, kind of prolonging it. And I even took, like, six months off to, like, kind of recover fully. Yeah. And then I kind of realized, like, I'm like, fuck this. I'm not waiting. Like, mm-hmm. the point is to be uncomfortable. So, exactly. hey, if I'm fucking hurting in certain areas, like, if my fucking... Right now, my toe is, like, all jacked up. Like, I literally... I popped my toe out a few weeks back. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, man, like, I'm not going to wait for this to just heal. Like, so obviously certain things like, mm-hmm. do like with what your brother's dealing with, yeah. like, it's like, you got to recover that. Yeah, like, exactly. But there's certain things where it's like, a lot of the times we just kind of have to get our feet wet, man. Like just jump in. Mm-hmm. Even if it's this, even it's the exact same argument that I would want to make in regards to competing. Yeah. 
Like, because I'm like, oh, I don't feel like I have enough experience yet. But it's mm-hmm. like, bro, you get the experience from doing, doing it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From fucking doing it. So it's like, I, I feel like so many times we like, not even prolong it, but we just like hesitate. We just like, do you know what I mean? For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the thing with, with competition especially is that the majority of people who train jujitsu do not compete or at least do not compete regularly. And whether you win or lose the fact that you even put yourself out there to test yourself in such a scary situation is a huge victory. You're differentiating yourself from others. Like you're putting your out yourself out there to test yourself versus yourself. Cause at the end of the day, it's you versus you. So even doing that in the first place is like a huge victory. Yeah. What do you think is like your biggest takeaway from competing? Mm -hmm. My biggest takeaway that's transferred to my whole life is that my mind is stronger than anything. Like my jujitsu skill could be one thing, but my mind is so much of a greater advantage than my jujitsu skill. And it's just like, I've learned that over, uh, over the last few competitions, just feeling like absolute shit, feeling like I suck ass. Like the day before the competition, like wanting to back out, being injured, all these things. And just like, getting gold double gold triple gold the day after feeling those feelings and even on my last competition i got triple gold but in my second match i uh need myself in the eyes so hard like i gave myself like a mini concussion immediate black eye like i thought i was done for the day and i ended up winning five more matches in a row and it's just like yo no matter what the mind is the strongest as long as you are able to control your mind and believe what you believe that you can do it. Like the mind is stronger than the body always. Yeah. And you played other sports growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I played uh, nine years of football and like four years of rugby. Yeah. Do you think that you gained, like, do you think you, uh, I never gained that mental insight in any of those sports. It only came through competition in jujitsu. And maybe it's because I was older, able to recognize it more. But also maybe because it's like a solo individual sport, individual competition versus like a team, you know, you only have you, it's you versus whoever, like a team, at least if you fuck up, like you have your teammates or if your teammate fucks up, they have you in jujitsu or any sort of single combat sport. It's all on you. Right. Yeah. Cause I, and it's, I think it might have to do with age as well, even as, yeah. because like I played other sports growing up as well and I didn't get nearly as much out of it. Like I definitely learned a lot of sick values, like yeah. how to work with others, how to, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. Like yeah. the obvious benefits of working, you're playing sports. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I just think like when I started jujitsu, I'm, I'm 26 years old. Yeah. And I like, for me, just the focus alone, mm-hmm. like how much I focus, like do when I played rugby growing yeah. up, I wasn't fucking focused hundred percent of the time at training. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about fucking, what's after this yeah 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 exactly i just want to show up for game time that's pretty much it yeah but now when i show up for training like you have to be so intentional i'm like ready to rock and roll i'm paying attention the whole time i'm listening to everything like i'm just so much more so i feel like this has been like for me the biggest lesson so far is like literally you're going to get out of this what you put into it because you can show up every single day and like not listen to fucking drills and just kind of fucking fake your way through like professor looks away and you just fuck around like Mm -hmm. whatever but you're never going to progress you're never going to get better you're just going to get fucking the floor mopped with you every single time Mm -hmm. like 
like there's no way to kind of fake it you have to fucking train to get better that's what's so awesome about sparring and martial arts is there's no faking it you get exposed you get exposed for how good you are or exposed for how shit you are but if you're going against another human being who's trying to win you're going to get exposed you can't hide it yeah yeah and it's even so like um like it's humbling but it's also like one of the biggest confidence boosts as well Mm -hmm. But I think, like, for myself even, I think the biggest thing about starting something like jiu-jitsu, you could even do the, the same argument could be made for literally any martial yeah. art. But it's, like, I learned about how little I know about combat. Yeah. Like, the first couple of classes, I was, like, all right. Like, I remember when I walked into the first one, I was, like, mm-hmm. yo, I could clobber a couple of these guys. <laughs> and then after rolling with them, I'm, like, I don't think I'm going to talk shit again in public. Yeah. Like, I don't think, because there's like so many people can be unsuspecting. Yeah, just and like on yeah. the street, you have no idea who could be a fucking killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like, no fucking idea. Dude, bro. it's really taught me like, because even like, and I don't know if this is like a young man thing. Like I developed like, like in my mid twenties, like a lot of like older guys, I, yeah. I used to be like, yo, fuck this old guy. Like I could fucking... But now, dude, do rolling. Young with guys like, feel invinci- they think they're invincible, right? bro. Young and men. then you roll with like a guy who's like in his forties, and he's like fifteen years on the mat, twenty years Sage. on the mat, and dude, they fucking dude, yeah. they're twice as strong, like twice. You're like twice as patient. old man strength. Yeah, You're like, dude, strength. I thought your body would be on yeah. the decline by now, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, what? Yeah. How are you so strong? It's yeah. so like heavy, like so. It's like, man, it's. I totally agree with that, man. You never know somebody's capabilities. I remember mm. when I went to one of my first few jujitsu classes and I rolled with one of the, the um, she's like a small girl, small woman. Um, but, uh, and I thought, you know, like, yeah, she could, I'm sure she's very, very talented, you know, very great, but I could totally like, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a guy. I'm I got like I got like fifty pounds on this girl. Like red, there's bro. no way. There's no way. I'll still come out. I would just I'll stand still up, come bro. out on top, right? <laughs> I would just stand up. <laughs> but yo, she wound up like I had no chance, man. Like no chance. And I came out of it like pretty defeated. Like I was like, oh my god. Don't worry, hey, man. Mom. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so sick. Yo, sorry, boys. Before we continue, I gotta give one shout out. Right, yeah. Yo, shout out to the two pound for pound best grapplers in Alberta. Uh, Ian Robert North and Jericho Gracie out of Frontline Academy. Gang, gang. Let's go. That's Sorry. so sick. Had to give a shout out to my boys. That's so sick, man. Shout out to the boys. Shout out. The one guy I shouted out, Ian. That's the one guy I've been chasing ever since I met him. Like, he is incredible. That was like what we were talking about, like the first adversary. Levels. Levels. The first adversary. The yep. first person where you're like, yo, yep. I'm going to fuck that person <laughs> up one day, man. Yeah, that guy smashes me. I've submitted him like twice and he just smashes me. He's Dude, a beast. I know what that what, feels yeah. like, man. What colored belt? He's is a blue he belt, bro. He's a blue belt? He's a blue belt, but he's like world class. I remember right when he got his blue belt, he won and he got first place in the uh, IBJJF Vegas Open no gi all submission. Like this guy's a fucking savage. Sub only? So, no, no, no. It's oh, IBJJF. So you could, he got all submissions though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those genetic like natural Dude. like like he was born to to He's to born fight. for this you shit. You know, he's born for it. He was know? born for this shit. Yeah, so I, that's the guy I'm chasing. One day I'll get you in, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick, man. Um Man, I, I'm so fucking excited too, just cause. Yo, your first competition's coming up, brother. How do you feel, dude? Let's go. I love how you just out me like that. Let's, so, let's fucking go. So Tristan's been talking. I 
I actually, yeah, this will be out way before then, but yeah, Tristan's been talking me into competing. So I don't even know the details, but why don't you so, give yeah. me the details? Uh, April 23rd, I believe it's in Langley. It's like Langley at Trinity Western University. So jujitsu competition. It's going to be Mark's very first jujitsu competition, <laughs> but he's a fourth stripe white belt. Like you have to get the competition experience before you go to blue belt. You don't want to go to be a fresh blue belt, get your first competition at blue belt. You got to get some competition experience at white belt, Mark. Yeah, you he's got lo this. He locked him in. Now yeah. he has to do it. Okay, so okay, yo, you have to coach me then. You have to. I, one thousand percent. I will be there. Coach I'll coach me. you, and then I will. You will watch me compete and coach me too. Okay, okay. Real yes. talk. Now that you've kind of toyed around I, with I will my body you, for bro. a bit, yeah. where, where do you think my biggest like? Where do I need to work on first? Passing guard. You think? Well, the thing is, like, passing my guard is like a very tricky puzzle, even for like higher belts. So it's like that's not really like a good indicator. You are very. You're good, you're smart, you're calm. Um, I would have to see more of your game. Like maybe I should have tried to pass your guard to see that other aspect of your game. But in terms of what I experienced in, in terms of passing, like you were doing very good. Um, yeah, I would have to experience more of your game to really say, but you are good, you are smart, you are athletic. You can do this. Dang, dude, that's nice. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's awesome. And Andrew's coming back. Now that yep. I've been outed, Andrew's I'm coming back. <laughs> No, nah, I'm going to out him. So yeah. Andrew came for a little bit and then uh, life threw a curveball at him. And then uh, we're getting him back in the gym, dude. Yeah, and then we're going to yeah, try yeah. and do these rolling records of, yeah, uh, on go, Saturdays man. more often because yeah. it's so sick. And I loved it, man. I loved Jits. When I, when I started doing it, I mean, it really does give you a huge confidence boost. You know, I mean, I, that's one thing that I just sticks out in my mind is when I was doing it, I felt good about myself. I felt... Um, you know, I felt like I was learning, I was growing, I was getting stronger, I was, um, you know, it just gives you just something, something special, man, I don't know what it is, but yeah, like Mark said, uh, life threw me a bit of a curveball, and I had to, uh, well, I didn't have to, but I kind of dipped out for a bit, but yeah, now I got, now we'll get going again, I got two go. good buddies who are pushing me into it, and uh, hell yeah, I'm pumped, let's, let's do go. it. Let's go. So sick. Yo, um... It's so sick, man. Do you remember your first competition? Yeah, I do. And it was kind of traumatizing. So my very first competition when I was, I think I was like a three-stripe white belt training at GB Vancouver. And my very first match, like this is before I played like guard, like I'm a guard player, like that's my main shit. But uh, I was just like an aggressive athletic guy, you know, like just a white belt, spazzy. I fucking, I, I grabbed this guy and I, I don't know what happened, but I kind of slammed him into the wall. His head went straight first. My very first competition match had a seizure. It was so traumatizing, bro. It was fucked. I ended up getting second place in that tournament, but that shit like scared me, bro. Like I didn't even want to compete after that. I was like, yeah, what the fuck was that? Crazy. Yeah, dude. But I did lose a bunch. Like when I was in Edmonton, I got like third place twice. Like I won and lost, but that's how you learn. The only way you can can get better is to experience it to win and learn and lose or win and lose and learn. Yeah. yeah. I always kind of try and remind myself that like it's win or learn. Yes. That's it. Right. Yeah. Oh man. I'm super fucking fired up though. It's uh, it's so sick out because like just looking out the window right now, it's so sunny out. Yeah. I'm fucking so stoked for the day. Can't wait, bro. Fuck. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up yep. a little bit here. Um, yes, I'm going to let you guys kind of finish it out and do a yeah. little outro. I'm going to say, uh, 
I don't really have any shout outs or anything like that, but shout out to everybody that listened to this, man. Shout out to everybody that fucking supports. Shout out to everybody that supports just kind of feeling like you would just need to maybe have conversations that, you know, maybe you feel like other people don't really understand you or think the same way or view situations the same way or just kind of just be able to voice what's on your mind. You know, even if it isn't like a politically charged or a fucking controversial topic, like just being able to share what's on your mind mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I think like a good chat with a couple of good buddies is a good place to start. So yes, sir. it's, um, yeah, I'll let you guys do the little outro thing. If you guys want to give like a little, like, I don't know, like a positive message, share some positive vibes, a little motivation, some inspiration, Yo, spit some facts. <clears throat> Your best version is still coming up. Don't give up. You're going to go through many ups and downs. You may be in your worst situation of your life so far, but it's not your last and you're going to only have better experiences going forward. You have a lot to live for. Your family loves you. I love you. God bless. Well, I don't know how I'm going to follow that's that a, up. I don't know how fact. I'm going to follow that up. That's a tough yo, to follow. Yo. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I would just, I just say, uh, um, you know, Stay positive, stay stay focused, man. You can um no matter how how low you you get, how how um bad things seem, um you can always come back from it. I feel like um you know, I'm a living testament of that and um yeah, so just never give up, man. Never never give up and um keep fighting. Shout out to yeah, anybody who's listening. Um uh yeah. <laughs> You know, to add on to what he was saying about never giving up, I'm sure all three of us here can attest to the fact that our lowest points taught us some of the most valuable lessons. So you think you may be in like the lowest part of your life, like, fuck, man, is it even worth living anymore? But you get out on that other side and you realize the lessons that it taught you and the reason why that had to happen to put you where you are, that where you need to be today. So you can do this. Dang. Facts. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So next time we sit down, I was just thinking about this as well because we were chatting last night, and I think it'd be super dope if we talk more. Is is because I love the fucking bro talks like this. We need to talk uh, next time more about like kind of our background so people actually yeah. understand and right. we'll, we'll we'll cover a little bit more for mental health. So everyone that's for listening sure. to this on Saturdays, we're gonna try and do this like yeah. roll and record a little bit more often, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll chat more about like more mental health stuff, yeah. but. Um, yeah, just to close it out, if it's, um, morning time for you right now, go out and have the fucking best day you possibly can. If it's evening time tomorrow, when you wake up, make a motherfucker smile as fast as you can. Even if it's just yourself, go out and fucking kill it. Sorry. That was a little bit loud, but go fucking kill it. Have a good day. Have a good week. Have a good month. Have a good fucking year. Much love and peace out, baby.